Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. Tony Katz here. The phone number 833-GOT-TONY. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, and everybody has lost their minds. We are on a full scale, my friends, hysteria alert. What's going on? Holy crap, I am freaking out. Freaking out. And I, I, I would love to say it's about something serious and important and political and deserving of our attention. Nope. Spending an out burger. Left-leaning fast food fans. Lose appetite after In-N-Out Burger donates to California Republicans. In-N-Out Burger. Now, if you've never been to an In-N-Out Burger, maybe you don't live in California, maybe you don't live in the West Coast. I mean, I think they have them in Texas now. Uh, it's an institution. And they do things in a very, very good way. They're... they're uh, very uh, polite about how they do things, uh, and they make good food. Full disclosure, it is not the best fast food, quick serve food. I happen to be a guy who is partial to the Hardee's Carl's Jr. people. I just like it better. It is my guilty pleasure fast food. I, uh, fantastic. I just had a little snack now during the show. If someone came in here with a little bit of Hardee's, I'd be like, thank you, and then I would eat it. Love it. Totally guilty pleasure uh, fast food. Really and truly is. But it got noted that uh, they gave, uh, they have here uh, the contribution. In and Out Burger gave $25,000 to the California Republican Party. They gave $25,000 to the California Republicans. And now leftists are so mad that they're saying it's time to boycott in and out The Democratic Party chairman called for in and out Burger to be boycotted. Uh, okay. Didn't they do this with Chick-fil-A? Didn't they get their asses kicked with Chick-fil-A? Um, it turns out that the late CEO, his name was Rich Snyder, evangelical Christian. The current president is Lindsey Snyder, also an evangelical Christian. They don't make, and now I didn't know this. They talk about how they don't, you know, hide who they are. I just, I didn't know because when I walk into an entity, I don't ask, oh, by the way, what's your religion? I, I don't ask, hey, uh, the CEO of, of your company, he's not a Jew, is he? He's not one of them Jews, is he? Spelled J-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-S. Jews. That's that's I'm pretty sure how the how the uh, bigots uh, spell it. But uh, I I never asked, but I I guess uh, they they were. Right, so I don't know what what the story is there about their their whole upbringing, and everything else, but they gave twenty five thousand dollars to them. 
according to campaign finance filings, they donated $30,000 last year and $50,000 this year to a group called Californians for Jobs in a Strong Economy. Uh, it's a PAC, a political action committee, supports business-friendly Democratic candidates. Shocking. A business that's giving to everybody so they can get, you know, the love when they need it. You know who actually told us about this? Donald Trump. Because he supported those people who he thought would be most helpful to him being able to build his buildings. But now the left wants to boycott. Go boycott. Knock yourself out. You know what the win is for me? The lines will be less crowded. But actually, what usually happens in this case is that Republicans and conservatives and people who aren't total morons and psychopaths say, screw it, we're going in and out, Burger. When the boycotts happened of Chick-fil-A, one of the most amazing things in the world uh, happened. It was I, I actually, I mean, I noticed, but it was my father, who's now 80, put this into to very, very good context. He said the, per, the, the beauty of the support of Chick-fil-A and the reason why it happened with such unbelievable fervor. Remember, it was it was the, the CEO of Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathay, I believe was, was his name. Or maybe it was Don. Uh, and it, he was uh, not in favor of same-sex marriage. He believed in the traditional uh, definition of marriage. And the left went absolutely apoplectic. We're going to ban. And um, people thought that that was crazy. So they were going to show their support for Chick-fil-A and that you're allowed to have a, a, an opinion. doesn't make you a bad company. Certainly, Chick Fil A is not a bad company. Chick Fil A is a fantastic company. Treats its employees very well, and you're always going to be guaranteed some fantastic service. And so, what my 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 father noted was that people could say to themselves, "You mean all I got to do is get dinner, and I'm supporting Chick Fil A? I can do that. I'm going to have dinner anyway." You take a generation of people who are older, they're, they're not, they can't make the signs. They don't know how to build the website. They're not going to be out there on maybe Twitter 24-7, 365 in, in the main, right? They can't stand for all those protests physically standing. But get dinner? Oh, they can get dinner. You mean I can be part of something by picking up dinner for the family that I need to do anyway? It doesn't take me out of my routine. I'm just going to do it here and maybe wait an extra 10 minutes in line. I can do that. I lived in California at the time. I lived in Los Angeles at the time that that happened. This is Los Angeles. I'm in the San Fernando Valley. The lines were beyond out the door. The drive through lines went into the streets. Into the streets where I was in the Northridge area. It was unbelievable. And people in line were like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? They were happy to wait. And everybody got a thank you and it. It was unbelievable. I think it was their biggest day ever when 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 this thing came to. Oh, it's quite a few years ago now. I do not know if that's good. It's going to happen with with In and Out Burger, but the bigger story here is yeah, businesses make donations. What's your point? And it goes along to prove what is the horror right now in America. The political left does not want you to associate with anybody on the right. You're not allowed to be friends with anybody. You're not allowed to know anybody. You want proof of this? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, in the discussion of Sarah Palin being uninvited um, to John McCain's funeral, and as is described here on Twitchy, she wasn't just uninvited. She was disinvited. I didn't know that. And I'm saying right now, it's petty. It's the wrong of the McCain family. This is, listen, it's your funeral. You do what you want. And, and, and in the end, that is the answer. 
wow, this is just, it's it's ugly. It's ugly. Sarah Palin doesn't deserve this. Sarah Palin doesn't deserve any of this. All she did was say yes and give people a reason to vote for John McCain. That's what she did for millions of Americans. That's what happened. And then she got destroyed, and there was no John McCain there to try and protect her, try and help her. Just like he did when when people said, you know, oh, Barack Obama, he's really a Muslim and a Kenyan, and he would, in the middle of debates, you know, in the middle of conversations, no, 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 that's, that's not a family man, good American family man. Didn't do that for Sarah Palin, but now Sarah Palin's the problem. It somehow tarnishes his legacy. Disinvited, I didn't know that. Lindsay Lohan, the actor, the, this, she ruined her face. I, I still haven't forgiven her. She ruined her face. Gorgeous. And she decided, you know what I need? Plastic surgery. Hey, how could I screw all this up? And she, I mean, amazingly, she's gone back to acting, and I only hope she still has a, a career for her sake if she wants it. But she put out a Twitter um, uh, on, on this subject. No, no joke. It was a um, statement that said, you know, uh, John McCain inspired me as as, a, as an intern, and then I covered him for Fox News. So this was written by somebody at uh, at, at Fox. So Le- Lindsay Lohan writes on Twitter, uh, rest in peace, hashtag RIP, and then says, I send my love to the family and also Sarah Palin for being such a strong woman with him. Maybe it's time we meet. A little little prayer uh, uh, emoji, and then hashtag God bless America. I think that's kind of kind. I think that's kind of nice. Maybe it's time we meet. Well, someone maybe reaching across an aisle wants to get to know somebody. Maybe she wants to play Sarah Palin in the biopic. I don't know. And the left went crazy. I actually have exclusive audio of what they did uh, when she put out this tweet. That's exactly what they did. Screaming at her, yelling her, no, don't you dare. How could you do such a thing? You've lost me. Getting in on the Kanye act. Um, you can't, they, won't, they do not want you to have any relationship. Well, not you. you. You try to have a relationship. They refuse the relationship. The left says if you're on the left, you cannot have a relationship with anybody on the right at all. If you try, we will destroy you. Wrong to try and have a relationship. Lindsay Lohan, wrong. Mark Duplass, who said something nice about Ben Shapiro? No. No, 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 no. This is who they are. They're not interested in conversation. They're interested in the destruction of their enemy. It's really important to know what it is they're all about. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio is where you find me. Uh, Chelsea Manning, uh, he uh, isn't allowed into Australia. Chelsea Manning was 
Bradley Manning, uh, and then, of course, you know, spent years in prison for basically being a traitor and should have spent uh, his life in prison. Uh, but it was Barack Obama who said, uh, you, you, you've done enough. Oh, and, and any uh, level of transition, um, uh, we'll pay for that. Cool. We're cool. Cool. Uh, Chelsea was trying to get himself to Australia for a speaking tour that was scheduled to start Sunday. Uh, Think Inc. is the name of the organization. They got notice uh, that the government was going to deny entry. Right? The group now wants supporters to lobby uh, Immigration Minister David Coleman to allow uh, Manning access to Australia. However, the issue here is um, that uh, Manning has broken the law. Non-citizens entering Australia have to meet character requirements set out in something called the Migration Act. Character tests include criminal record or determination they might be a risk to the community. Those evil Australians and their immigration policies. Oh, how disgusting and racist and bigoted and anti-transgender. You know that Chelsea was Bradley and, yeah, I mentioned that. Good, good, glad, glad we had uh, this talk. Um, and this has to do with uh, criminal record, right? That's what it has uh, to, to, to do with. I think it's crazier that Chelsea Manning is going on a speaking tour that takes him to Australia and people are going to pay money to listen to someone who's a traitor. Leaked military and diplomatic documents to WikiLeaks. He served seven years of a 35-year sentence before being granted clemency. I'm, uh, of course you shouldn't be over it. Ugly as the day is long. I think, I think, I think he's off to New Zealand next. Uh, but they're the home of hobbits. They'll, they'll allow anything. Overheard. Here's Brian. Hey, get this one, kids. The maniacs and liberal pests in the socialist country of California, well, they got themselves a new trick up their socialist sleeves. Free health care for all, including illegal aliens. Yeah, that's right. Gavin Newsom, the fellow who screwed up San Francisco while he was mayor, you know, the city that has to pull out the snow plows every morning to clear the feces from the streets, well, he wants himself a new gig, governor of California. And his very first task will not be to combat the homeless problem, not be to combat the skyrocketing crime rates, not to cut taxes for the middle-class families who are fleeing in droves, no! It'll be to provide health care for illegal immigrants. That way, if one of them crosses the border, shoots a woman while she's walking along the pier in San Francisco with her father, and cops fire back and hit him, he'll be able to focus on his legal strategy without the additional burden of paying for his medical bills. Yes, it's just one key aspect of Gavin Newsom's grand vision for his crumbling state. I'm running, yes, to be the head of the resistance, but also, perhaps more importantly, to run a state as a positive alternative to Trump and Trumpism. Old Gav is also also leading the charge to provide more resources for drug addicts, not to get well, mind you, but to have a place where they can shoot up with clean needles. That's right. California welcomes hypodermic needles, bans straws. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham delivered a very heartfelt tribute to his friend John McCain on the Senate floor Wednesday. He had wanted to be president. He was prepared to be president, but it was not his to have. And I remember, above all else, the speech he gave that night. John taught us 
how to lose. I'm guessing old Hillary was absent from school that day, huh? Anyhow, Senator Graham told CNN that one of the people who was touched by his tribute to McCain was none other than President Trump. He called yesterday after my speech, and he couldn't have been nicer. He said, uh, that was very sad. I just want to let you know that you did did right by your friend. I said, thank you, Mr. President. And finally, people for the ethical treatment of animals have asked officials in Maine for permission to build a large grave to mark the site of a truck crash that resulted in thousands of lobsters spilling out onto the highway. But amazingly enough, there's a lack of support coming from you know, normal people. What's the difference between them falling on the road and dying or being thrown in boiling hot water and we eat them every single day? Exactly. Screw the memorial. You pour a little butter in the area, we're good to go. I'm Brian Baker. Have a great day. Brian Baker, thank you. Uh, I'm. I, I, please don't make me get into any more of this whole DeSantis insanity about the whole monkey this up comment, which was clearly about socialism and not about... Uh, his opponent for the race for governor, the mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, who's black. Uh, but someone posted this. Um, this is uh, uh, Adam Schiff, a Democrat from California, a, a tool of a man. Uh, I want to I listen to this because I, I haven't heard it yet. Hold on. Let me, let me hear. The dumping of documents continued after the statement. Uh, uh, and what may have been avoided was a... Uh, further escalation of the interference in the form of uh, trying to monkey around on election day or thereafter. Huh. Huh. That's 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 Democrat uh, Adam Schiff. Monkey around. Or is monkey around different than monkey this up? Uh, Ron DeSantis, Republican candidate, was talking about uh, Andrew Gillum and socialist policies and how well things are going and that Andrew Gillum believes in some very left-leaning uh, policies. You know, he's an articulate spokesman for his policies, right, for the, this, this left-leaning idea. But we're on, we're on a good track. We're doing great in, in, in Florida. And the last thing we should do is, is you know, monkey this up uh, and, and get ourselves higher taxes. You, you want to hear it for yourself? Would it, would it help if, if, if you heard it for yourself? Oh, okay. Right. Uh, let's do the whole thing, shall we? Well, look, I mean, this is uh, Florida elections are always competitive. And, um, you know, this is a guy who, although he's much too, too liberal for Florida, I think he's got huge problems with how he's governed Tallahassee. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. And the media ran with that and said it was racist. And, and Mayor Gillum uh, himself said it was racist, which is gross. I'm assuming right now there's a mad search on to see if Ron DeSantis ever said the term monkey this up before. I'm assuming that that's what's what's going on. And then there was, you know, this audio of Adam Schiff right here. Let me, Adam, did you have something Dumping to say? The documents continued after the statement, uh, uh, and what may have been avoided was a uh, further escalation of the interference in the form of uh, trying to monkey around on election day or thereafter. Okay. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad we got that all uh, clarified. So when Ron DeSantis says it, uh, racist, when you say it, not so much. Fine.
Fine. No, no. Cool. Cool. Oh, uh, because uh, uh, the policies are supported by a socialist who's black. If you want it, you will have it. But that's part of the horror. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants to be racist. Or, or their their enemy to be racist. Not wants to be racist, wants their enemy to be racist. Right? They want it to be racist. It's what it's it's totally what they're all about. They're never so happy as when they're able to uh, claim racism. I it's I mean I it's 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 crazy. It's absolutely crazy the way people are going on this. And I've had some people, you know, question whether it's going to affect this race. No, I don't think it is. If this happened five days before, maybe. Uh, I don't think at this stage of the game it it's going to affect anything. You've got two months plus before Election Day. There's a lot still to learn about Ron DeSantis for people. There's a lot to learn about uh, uh, Andrew Gillum for people. A couple of uh, FBI probes into Gillum. You know, that, that may now start gaining some more steam. And that's not me talking about it. That was the Tampa Bay Times talking about it months ago, if not over a year ago. So there, there's plenty of issues there and plenty to go around. But Gillum should have said, listen, it's an expression I'm moving on, and he didn't do it. He, he, he didn't do it. He had a chance for a real win here. Real win, uh, and Gillum didn't take it. And Gillum didn't take it because the left always overplays their hands, and they just want to believe that everything they hear, everything they hear is racism or cultural appropriation. That's what the left wants to believe. And they want to foist that upon you. Um, no. Just say no. Oh, my gosh. Nancy, she makes an appearance. Pretty cool. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, Facebook. Tony Katz Radio, that is where you find me. This girl is right, and the U.S. Open is wrong, and I'm curious as to how they make it right. Uh, Elise Cornette. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with her. I'm not as up on tennis as I used to be. Uh, a rather good tennis player. She's ranked 30th in the world. It's the U.S. Open. It is a bajillion degrees at the U.S. Open. A bajillion. And I don't know how this happened, but women's, uh, the third round, the third round is Serena versus Venus. I don't know how they managed to do this. It's just where they were seated uh, these days. It's, it's, they haven't played to, uh, against each other in a while. Serena has clearly been the, the, the better player. I think Venus had early career injuries because Venus was the star. And then Serena was the sister. And then Serena just overtook. This is the first time they're playing against each other in a while. Um, and how it just it focused out, because usually they don't they don't play each other. That, you know, unless it's a finals. Because that's the, the drama you want. Third round. US Open. There is not going to be a seat. It is going to be the hottest ticket, and it's going to be hot out. The hottest ticket in all the sports is going to be Serena versus Venus. Well, 
uh, th- this this woman Ali is Cornette because it's been super hot, crazy hot uh, at at the U.S. Open, which is played in New York. Um, she right there on the court uh, changed her shirt or she just she turned it inside out. I guess I guess it was hot and it was sweaty, so she she turned it inside out. She's wearing a sports bra, right? She's full brandy chesting at the moment, uh, and and she and she uh, she turns it over. She got fined. The chair umpire punished her with a code violation. The code, I, I, the code violation is what? That she's a woman and that she took off her shirt? Male players can do it. Female players cannot. That, that, that's going to get changed quick. That is going to get changed quick. Now... The chair umpire punished her with the violation. I don't know if the chair umpire has the um, the latitude to say, "Now nah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to. We're not that. That's just an old arcane law, and that's all there is to it. It's an athlete in a sports bra. We've seen much worse, and unfortunately, we've seen it." Um, in with people who aren't as fit as Ali's Cornette. <laughs> um it's it's just it's just not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. There are people who are gonna say, yeah, we just you just can't do this. You have plenty of 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 male athletes who take off their shirt and make a change. Crazy stuff. Absolute madness. And of course this this is one of those things where the sport had a rule based on the idea of decency in the day. We see it a little bit differently now. And so the rule's going to change. It's going to change. Why? Because women's tennis, in many ways, is far more exciting than men's tennis. You know, I think right now that's that's coming back uh, and turning. But for a while there, of course it was. The stars were Steffi Graf. The stars were Monica Seles. The stars were Martina Hingis. Uh, never mind Never Navratilova and Chrissy Ebert uh, for, for, for those years. Right? And then what Serena has done has just been out of control. What Venus has done as well. And now you're starting to see a new crop as those two are slowly heading their way for the exits. And men's tennis was dominated by Federer. And then it was Federer and Nadal. Now, before that... It was it was Sampras and it was it was Agassi and you got Ivan Lendl and you had Michael Chang in there for for a short while in that crazy U.S. Open win. Um, so you, you had a lot of the a lot of these players before that at Connors and Borg and and uh, and McEnroe and then Arthur Ashe and and it goes on and on. But you 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 had that. But it's been women lately. They're not gonna stand for it. They're not gonna stand for it. They're gonna say stop it. Don't be ridiculous. The question is, does the uh, Cherump have the latitude, right? I got. I have to assume they do. They're the chair umpire. I think they they must have the latitude. Absolutely must. I, I let me take a keep it in New York, and give you an idea of your options there. If uh, if you're a voter in New York and you're looking for who you're gonna, uh, which Democrat you might get, you can either get this Democrat. Nobody has stood up to Donald Trump the way I have. I uh, literally, New York State is the state that is suing Donald Trump for ripping babies from the arms of their mother. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. Or you can have this little treasure.
we can we can ensure all of our people here by a single-payer Medicare for all system we can do it better we can do it cheaper we can do it with no co-pays with no deductibles and 98% of New Yorkers would pay less for their health care than they do now so you can either have the woman who uh, believes in the fantasy of universal health care at an affordable cost or you can have uh, the guy who thinks that the key to New York's success is suing Donald Trump. Both of those from CBS2 New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, take your choice. Take your pick. Have fun with that. Or, of course, uh, you can take another listen, and if that wasn't enough, make your decision this way. They're both running for governor in New York, by the way. I mean, those are your options. Uh, how about this? Maybe this will help you make a decision. Uh, when it comes to opposing Donald Trump in New York State, we already have a corrupt corporate Republican in the White House. We don't need a corrupt corporate Democrat in Albany as his main opposition. He used the MTA like an ATM, and we see the result. He has had seven and a half years to avoid this very avoidable crisis in our New York City subway. My opponent lives in the world of fiction. I live in the world of fact. <laughs> Let's do, let's just do a few facts, okay? The subway system is owned by New York City. The, the subway MTA has system has been controlled ex- by the state since me, 1965. Can you, can you stop interrupting? Can you stop interrupting? Can you stop lying? Yeah. Uh, as soon as you do. Well, well, there it is. Sleep well, New York. Honestly, I don't, I don't feel bad for New Yorkers at all. This is what they this is what they brought upon themselves. You allow Andrew Cuomo to be your 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 governor. You you reelect Bill de Blasio. I mean, you've done this to yourselves. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. It's fine. The only way you learn is pain. It's the only way you learn. And I'm fine with them being in pain. I am fine with them suffering. Could, it, it's, it's quite all right by me. It is really remarkable that this is the best that they've got. This is the very best that they've got. You have uh, the, the socialist uh, who is, uh, no, you have the useful idiot, which is Cynthia Nixon. And then you've got the guy who's trying to outwit the useful idiot. Which is Andrew Cuomo? I mean, they're 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 both pushing the same agenda. They're trying to outleft each other. It's fantastic. It's absolutely amazing. And I do think Cynthia Nixon has a shot here. I mean, maybe I'm I'm underestimating the power of the Cuomo machine in in New York. Um, but I think that Cynthia Nixon, um, oddly enough, comes across more likable. Which is strange because I don't think she's ever come across likable. Ever, ever, ever once, ever, ever has come across as as likable. Now, I would like to see New York do the crazy thing, which is vote for a Republican. Uh, I don't know, vote for a Libertarian. Try as long. These are the two freaks you have. One of these freaks, listen to their commentaries. One of them, that's, what's, that's what the freak part is. One of them should be your governor. Try something new. Try something new. Just throw some crap against the wall. See what sticks. Don't put yourself in this position. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Try something brand freaking new. That's the thing to do.
That immediately, if not sooner. Get it, get in on that. What's the worst that can happen? If it doesn't work, go back to the crazy. If it doesn't work, you can go back to the nonsense merchants. And and they're all yours. Enjoy every single bit of it. Or you can try. You can try something completely different. Your choice. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, 833-GOT-TONY is the number, 833-468-8669. Just, just that easy. Uh, get the podcast, TonyKatz.com. I mean, you might be doing that right now, in which case, thank you. I appreciate that quite a bit. So Trump's going to be speaking in Evansville, Indiana, and I'm looking forward to kind of breaking that down. Uh, Saturday, I am scheduled to be on Fox News, I think at noon. Uh, I think talking about uh, that speech and and um, what else is uh, going on uh, in 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 the in the world, uh, but I think that's right now for noon. So so be uh, be watching if uh, you don't mind. And I know I brought this up earlier, but it's getting more and more play that Sarah Palin being pushed out of John McCain's funeral, purposefully excluded. It's so. It's petty. It's, I mean, it is. It's absolutely, positively petty is, is, is what it is. Um, and me, for example, I am petty that Aaron Rodgers just got a contract extension that gives him, what, $400 bajillion, basically? Worth it, did you say? Worth it? Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, he's the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Four-year extension worth $134 million, maximum potential of $180 million. With $103 million guaranteed dollars and $67 million guaranteed before the end of the calendar year. Well then. Well, it should be more. You're from Wisconsin, aren't you there, Ari? Oh, you people are all savages. Go get me a bratwurst and some cheese curds and shut your whole face. Your whole face. Um, the the uh, Matt Ryan got a five-year, $150 million extension. He was the highest-paid player uh, in uh, the, the the league. Uh, Mark uh, Kirk Cousins uh, has a Minnesota deal in March. Uh, with with Minnesota, that was twenty eight million a year, and all of it's guaranteed. This is huge. It is huge, huge money. I I guess I just cannot fathom how much the teams are making that you can afford to do this year in and year out. Like you can you can afford to make this, you can afford to make it all work that way. Kind of blows my mind. You know what I mean? You, you you're paying. You you got a lot going on. You got a a lot of guys to pay, but you can afford to give this guy. What was it? Was it a dollars, maximum of one hundred and eighty, on a four year deal. 
which means that he would get it, if he maxed, it'd be forty-five million a year. A lot of people are going to say, you know what? Worth the possible concussion. Worth the possible concussion. If I'm him, I'm giving an extra million a year to all my offensive linemen. That's what I'm doing. Got to, got to keep, got to keep the moneymaker safe. And in a couple years, I want to remember it's the moneymaker. That's that would be me. I'd be, I'd be sharing in the wealth, right there. Oh yeah. Oh, keep those guys happy and just you know, just full on steak. Just full on a steak. Came to this list. I'm going to have to go through this list some more. Uh, Phantom Sway, fun people over there. Uh, Phantom Sway put together a list. The 10 movies that can make tough guys cry, Ari. 10 movies. You don't cry at movies, but uh, others of us are human. That make tough guys cry. I have 10 movies here listed. Can you name for me two of the movies that are on this list? And one of them is a gimme. Uh, that make tough guys cry, and this is not a perfect list because of the movie that is absent uh, from it. Uh, can you name for me one of the ten movies, according to Phantom Sway, that makes tough guys cry? The gimme is Field of Dreams. Not on the list. That's why the list is just wow. out of control crazy. The list is actually pretty good, but Field of Dreams is not on the list, so it's not a complete list. That is right. That is right. So, so what? What's the other one? What's the other one, Ari? What year? When did it come out? No, no, it's all different years, all different years. And I will admit to you, uh, one or two of them is very, very questionable. So, what's the movie that makes a guy cry? Man, I don't know. I'm so macho that I, I just. <sighs> Rudy is on the list. How does that make you cry? Rudy at the end. It's inspirational. He's on the field. He's gonna make it, and you got and you got Rock there, just slow clap. Like is and Rocky on the like, list? That's my boy. That's my boy. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Rudy's on the list. Of course, Rudy's on on the list. Also on the list, my girl. Never seen it. Uh, Macaulay Culkin and Anna uh, Klumsky. Uh, that's a, that's a that's a that's a sad movie. Uh, there's 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 dead kids in that movie. That that is a sad movie. The Green Mile. Love that movie. Green Mile on uh, the, the the list as a movie that might make, you, right. might make a tough guy I can, cry. I can see that. Uh, this is one that I don't understand. I, I never saw the movie, and I don't understand Marley and Me. It's Owen Wilson yeah. and Jennifer Aniston. It's sad. It's, is, it, is it a sad movie? The, the dog, you know, spoiler alert, the dog dies. Ah, son of a bitch. I was going to see that tonight. Not anymore. Um, number five is Stand By Me. Stand By Me didn't make me cry. A good movie. Stand By Me didn't make me cry. Not at all. Uh, number six, Dead Poets Society. No. Robin Williams. No. No? That's not a crier. Oh, Captain, my captain? I, I'm familiar. I, I, No. I don't see how that would make you cry. Number seven is Braveheart. Again, I, I didn't don't- Didn't make me cry. I mean, but Screaming Freedom always is- I mean, it was, it was moving, but it didn't make me cry. Number eight- is glory. So you're talking about uh, Denzel Washington. You're talking about Morgan Freeman. Um, I don't. I don't recall it making me cry. Not. I don't think that fits. Uh, good movie. Good movie. A movie that if it was on, you'd stop to watch. Uh, number nine is Brian's song. 
Gail Sayers, Brian Piccolo story, James Caan. Uh, all right, all right, that can make you cry. That one. And number 10, I never saw the movie, so I have no idea. Up. Good. What? That Up. The beginning is very emotional, but it's not a crier. It's like, right? oh. No, wait. It's, it's like, what? Oh. Yeah, never, never, ever say that again. Oh, okay. Ugh. Oh, it just makes me sad. It makes me, it makes me want to wash with Brillo. My eyes and my ears it just totally ruins me. Yeah, so that's the list uh, the Phantom Sway has. The problem with that list, a couple movies that shouldn't be on there at all. And then Field of Dreams isn't on there. Want to have a catch? Oh. Oh, that'll just crush your soul. That movie's so good. That movie is so good. Who are you kidding? Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Twitter at TonyCats, TonyCats.com. Get the podcast. We'll catch you tomorrow, everyone. Take care.